Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun. On a Friday, and I don't think I have to tell you, I'm still a little, a little bit sick. The voice doesn't sound great, but I have to be here. I have to be here for you, all right? I mean, I don't have to be here, but I love doing this so much. There's no way I can abandon you on this time. Now, here's what we have tonight. I have great news, because you know it's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. The questions are fantastic. The questions are, it's going to be a blast. They're fantastic. There are great, great things happening. The CIA maybe is implicated in the JFK assassination. Surprise, surprise. We have great news across America, from New York to Texas to California. So we're going to have a blast tonight, okay? We're going to address that Trump NFT thing again tomorrow or tonight because I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Apparently, a lot of you are still <laughs> mad about it. So we'll, we'll, we'll mad at him about it. But so we'll, we'll have it. We'll have a chat about that. But I want to do something a little bit heavier first, just because it's something that's on my heart. And it and we're gonna do this. We do this from time to time. You've heard me do this from time to time on the show. So we're gonna open with something a little different tonight. William P. Moon. You've probably never heard the name. He was he went by Billy. William P. Moon. Who was he? William P. Moon was a New York fire firefighter for 21 years. He was in Rescue Company 2. Now, you, that probably doesn't mean anything to you, but you should know it's an elite unit. That, that's where the best of the best, the guys that go do the most dangerous stuff, the guys you need when your kid's trapped in that apartment, save my baby, that's, that's, that's William, that's Billy. He... Um, had a horrible fall in a training accident, fell 20 feet, hit his head so bad that they are taking him off of life support and they're donating his organs. And uh, his wife and kids are, as you can imagine, heartbroken. And the only reason I'm opening the show with this is whenever these things happen, when a, a Marine dies overseas, when a cop dies, when a firefighter dies, Maybe it's a blip. You know, maybe you'll read it and you'll think, oh, that's sad. And then you'll move on. I know you have a heart. I know you care. I'm not accusing you of not. It's, life is busy. You never, you never take a minute, right? And I just thought collectively we should take a minute and honor somebody like this. And these guys who work in dangerous professions, cops, firefighters, military, part of working in a dangerous profession is doing dangerous training. That's, that's just the way it is. You will encounter life and death scenarios in training. Firefighters, especially big city firefighters like New York, they have to go into many, many situations that are dangerous. High rises, in and out of windows. And it's very sad, but I felt like the man deserved to be honored. 
And I'm going to move off this, and we're going to move on to Ask Dr. Jesse stuff. We'll talk about the Trump stuff. But I thought I thought he's more than deserving of some taps tonight. Rest in peace, good sir. Prayers to you, your wife, your children, everyone in the fire department of New York City. Just prayers. All right. All right. Now let's let's deal with the Trump thing from yesterday before we get to the Ask Dr. Jesse questions and all the great news out there. In case you missed it, maybe you missed last night's show or, or kind of been out of the news out of town. Trump had announced the day before yesterday. So Wednesday, Trump announced there was going to be a major announcement. Then, yesterday morning, Trump said, major announcement. And, well, there's I could read you it, but I'll just play you the audio. This is what his major announcement was. Hello, everyone. This is Donald Trump, hopefully your favorite president of all time, better than Lincoln, better than Washington, with an important announcement to make. I'm doing my first official Donald J. Trump NFT collection right here and right now. They're called Trump Digital Trading Cards. These cards feature some of the really incredible artwork pertaining to my life and my career. It's been very exciting. You can collect your Trump Digital Cards just like a baseball card or other collectibles. I played that last night. I refrained from comment. But I got a lot of emails like this. Jesse, yesterday when Trump said he had a major announcement, I was pretty sure it was BS. But it being Trump, but it being a Trump online trading card, I feel like Ralphie in a Christmas story finally getting a decoder ring and all it said was to drink more Ovaltine. And I heard Trump loyalists. I mean, maybe the most Trump loyal guy in the country is Steve Bannon. I heard him say this yesterday. He's one of the greatest presidents in history. But I got to tell you, whoever, what business partner, and anybody in the comms team, and anybody in Mar-a-Lago, and I love the folks down there, but we're at war. They ought to be fired today. You came out with something that's so important, which I still don't think gets to the heart of it. Okay. All right. I've got all your emails on that. I refrained from comment last night. Now, this is what I'm hearing from some, maybe you consider yourself an extremely hardcore Trump supporter. Good for you. That's fine. Like you said, like I said, fly that flag. I'm on nobody's team, but I'm hearing, but Jesse, he announced these important policy things later on in the day. Yeah, but either A, he did that because there was such a bad response to this, or B, he stomped on his own policy things by this whole thing. I'm with Steve. I want to see Trump succeed. I, I I think the Trump America First agenda is a good agenda. 
I haven't decided who I'm voting for in the primary, as you well know. I want them all to go fight. But the American First, America First agenda is a good agenda. It will be around long after Trump is gone. The agenda will live on. So if he's going to implement that, I want Trump to su- succeed. But as I've said several times, the reason I want a good primary is if we're going to have Trump as the nominee, I want and you should want the best Trump we can get. If we're going to have Heavy D as the nominee, if it's going to be Ron DeSantis, uh, I want the best Heavy D I can get. I don't want it be given to him either. He should have to go fight Trump and go beat Trump. You want to be the man, you got to beat the man. This is why. This is why I say that over and over and over again. There have been now in recent weeks a couple big missteps that didn't land with anybody except for someone who sleeps in Donald Trump pajamas. It landed for nobody except them. Now, maybe that's you. That's fine. But we always have to understand we're in a bubble, right? That didn't land for anyone. I hung out with my neighbor. We had a bourbon night in the neighborhood last night. I only had a glass. It's because of my throat. But we had bourbon night in the neighborhood last night. All of them, Trump voters, all of them made ruthless fun of him for it. It wasn't even it wasn't even lighthearted. It was, what is this? What is he doing? It was like one guy called him an idiot, which I pushed back on that. But it didn't land. These missteps are why he needs a tough primary. And if I can echo the words of Steve Bannon, who is he surrounding himself with? What is going on? Who sat down with Trump? and told him it would be a good idea to tease a major announcement, which could have been the policy stuff, which was awesome. Like, his policy stuff was awesome. Who sat down with Trump and said, hey, let's do a major announcement, and then we'll announce online Trump trading cards where you're dressed up like a superhero. We'll make a fortune. Who thought that was a good idea? Who who thought that was smart? These people have got to go. He has got to get better people surrounding him surrounding him he just does this kind of stuff maybe it worked look a lot of this stuff did work in the 2016 election the country is radically different now than it than it was then this won't work next time i want better i demand better you should demand better now is it the end of the world no of course not we'll forget about this in a month it's not a big deal. The primary is a million miles away. Hey, look, if you're sitting there and you're worried about it, don't be worried about it. This will be forgotten. But if this dumb stuff keeps happening, it won't be forgotten. We need something better. Somebody has to get down there and, and help. All right? All right. Now, I see a lot of crying about the banning of communists in the New York Times, CNN, and whatnot off of social media. You ready to get uncomfortable? I'm going to answer some Ask Dr. Jesse questions and make you uncomfortable. Next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. I know I sound a little bit rough. There's nothing I can do about that. I think I only sound more sultry. Hey, at least I'm doing better than Corinne Diversity Hire. Does the president support this effort? What steps he can take? Is this goal achievable? Yes, uh, we do support um, uh, we do support oh. that effort. Um, can you say the question one more time? I just want to. Make sure. <laughs> Whoops! You know what? You know what? I'm going to have an excellent lesson for everybody, a Doctor Jesse lesson on that in a moment. I want to get to this thing I just teased here, though. 
Okay, there's big news today on the social media. If you're not on social media, you don't know about this, so you don't need to worry about that. And it's not really about social media, but Elon Musk, guy bought Twitter, banned a few lefty journalist accounts because they were sharing information about his location. So he said, hey, you got to ban them. And here's what I've seen today from many people on the right. Maybe people you listen to, maybe people you watch on TV, maybe you've said this yourself today. I've seen a lot of this. Jesse, we can't become like them. Jesse, I don't I didn't support banning anyone on the right, and I don't support banning anyone on the left. No one should be banned. Now, I'm not trying to make fun of you, I'm really not. But if you said that, if you thought that, you're dead wrong. Let me explain. We are not in a friendly negotiation with people who have a slightly different view about the country. They are trying to burn the country to ash the way the communists have done in every country they've ever walked into. These people will burn America to ash. That is their goal. You think you're living with somebody and we just kind of have a difference on what, what color paint we want to use for the kitchen. No, you want to paint the kitchen. They're pouring gasoline on the floor and lighting matches. You don't want the same thing. I cannot stress this enough. I love freedom too. Let everybody speak and whatnot. You cannot live and let live your way out of communism. And the reason you cannot live and let live your way out of communism is the communist is a religious zealot. You really need to think about these people like Islamic jihadists. That's how you need to think of them. You know, the psychos used to strap bombs on themselves. Well, I guess they probably still do and walk into a crowded theater and blow it up. Can that person be reasoned with? Are you going to calmly explain the logic in your positions to that person and he's going to come around? No, it doesn't work that way. That person understands fear and pain and nothing else. The way every religious zealot has ever understood things. Nothing else will dissuade them but fear and pain. I don't support banning a few communists from Twitter. I support banning all of them from Twitter. I support banning them from employment in any level of government. I support banning them basically from society at large. I want them shamed and shunned until they have experienced so much pain that they apologize for being dirtball demon communists and they renounce their ways and they choose to come back into society. Nothing else will work until they are removed from the house. They're going to spend every minute trying to burn down the house. And if that makes you uncomfortable, good. I, I'm glad it does. I don't like it either. I think it's horrible to be here. Nevertheless, this is where we are. And this is what drives me crazy. American, quote, conservatism, if that's what we're going to still call it, is so watered down and so neutered by this point in time, they actually think that a ban on communists working in any level of government, they would stand against it. Now, that's not freedom. That was stated policy in the United States of America forever. Dwight Eisenhower's out there passing bills to ban them from labor unions, to ban everything. The older Americans on the right understood that freedom and communists cannot coexist side by side. One of them has to go. I know... This sucks. I know when we talk about conservatism or 
being on the right or whatever you consider yourself, libertarianism, national, whatever you consider yourself. I know what you want. It's the same thing I want. It's what it's always been. I know you want to, you want to read the constitution. You want to talk about rights and natural rights and, and God. And, and you want to talk about the, and I understand all that. That's, that's all that stuff I want. No, 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 no. We read this book and we have a slightly different view and you are not in a friendly debate on the Congress floor with just another guy who sees things a different way. You are in a fight with batons and brass knuckles. If you think you're going to a debate and you leave the batons and brass knuckles at home, you're going to die. We cannot live and let live our way out of this. I want them all banned, all of them, every single one. Like I said, from everything. If that sounds extreme, you should understand that's the nice solution. That's me trying to prevent something worse coming in this country because I don't want something worse coming. I don't want anyone to get hurt ever. I think that would be awful. I think if we had a, a, a Pinochet in this country chucking hel- communists out of helicopters, I think that would be a terrible thing. I don't want to see anyone get hurt. So in the interest of nobody getting hurt on the right or the left, we had got to start getting a lot more aggressive in every possible way. That's a fact. Now, it's time to have a conversation about Sheriff, the Midwest, Whataburger, finances, recessions, and the JFK assassination. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, and there is now a controversy around the studio today. Chris has also developed a bit of a cough. And I am dealing with some really unfair accusations from Chris that it was me that spread it around when his wife is sick as well. I'm pretty positive you've only made out with one of us, Chris. I'm here in a separate studio. I will not be blamed. But, hey, we had a lovely-sounding Jewish lady write us in some recipes. I think she's Jewish, Chris, but anyway, I'll let you decide since you're the Jewish one. Hello from New England. I was just listening to your show and you mentioned your throat was worrying you. Make hot tea and add fresh lemon peel, Chris. Just the outer peel because the white part on the inside of the lemon will make the tea a bit bitter. Drink hot and go to bed and rest. If you have some fresh sage leaves, I definitely don't think... I know I don't have sage leaves. Chris, do you have sage leaves? All right, if you have some fresh sage sage leaves or wild oregano, you can also add them in. This is what we used to do back in my old country. Oh, Portugal. Uh, uh, Cores Islands, Portugal. Love your show. You're one of the best out there. Just discovered your show recently. I'm now a loyal, loyal listener. Much peace, love, and blessings to you and your family. And then she finishes this off with Shalom Al Al. Chris, how do you say that word? A-L-E-I-C-H-E-M. Al-Kharim, whatever. Shalom, Chris. Anyway, shalom to you. And shalom back. And you know what? You know what? Here's the truth. Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes right back to you. We're moving on because it's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. All right. Now let's dig into a couple more things here. Did you see? Chris, do we even dig into the JFK files? Or do we just go ask Dr. Jesse questions? Because this one says, why do 70% of voters want JFK assassination records released? 
Okay, so they're releasing these things. They should have been released years ago by law, but they're just now releasing these things. The JFK assassination is something that has fascinated people forever and will fascinate people for a long time, not just because it's the assassination of a head of state, because it's the assassination of our head of state, of our head of state, so it's a little more personal here, and... It just has always been too a bridge too far, too difficult for people to accept that one kind of an idiot loser, Lee Harvey Oswald, on his own, killed the president of the United States of America. And I don't accept it either. To, but if you want my honest opinion on it, do I know what happened? No, but I don't believe that at all. What, Chris? Well, yeah, you believe, you see, but that's a good point. Chris said he believes the Reagan guy did it alone. That's John Hinckley. Now, here's why you believe the Reagan guy did it alone. Because he was a nutball idiot and his, quote, assassination attempt was very much the assassination attempt of of a nutball idiot. The Lee Harvey Oswald assassination attempt was not done like like an idiot. It was done very much like a professional job. It simply was. Now, I understand that he was a trained Marine, and therefore he knows his way around a weapon. And truth be told, I'm certainly not one of these super stud world-class marksmen, but I can definitely hit what I aim at. Do I think I could make those shots? I do. I do think I could make those shots. I don't know. I'm certainly never going to find out. But I have a hard time believing it was Lee R.B. Oswald. I've told you forever what I believe. I'm just going to say this, and then we're going to move on to ask Dr. Jesse questions. I will always believe there was heavy mob involvement. Remember, remember Cuba. Cuba was a big deal. It all comes back to Cuba. Cuba was an American, basically an American colony for a long time. We had it after the Spanish-American War. It was a vacation destination. supposed to be beautiful. We had casinos down there, and the mob ran it. The mob was making tons of money off of Cuba. Tons of money off of Cuba. Rumor has it Albert Anastasia got shot in the face in his barber chair in New York specifically because he wanted to get in on the Cuban rackets and they didn't want him in on the Cuban rackets. So again, this, this, the Cuba's lucrative. Well, we didn't want Castro after he took over Cuba. We didn't want him to have it. We tried to take it back. John F. Kennedy was president at the time. We tried under the CIA. We tried several times to kill him. The CIA did work hand in hand with American mafia, with New York's five families, and with Santo Traficante of the, of Tampa. They did work oh, in Carlos Marcelo of New Orleans. They did work with the mob trying to kill Castro. Then they worked with the mob trying to get weapons into the hands of the revolutionaries that we were going to send in for the Bay of Pigs to get rid of it, to get rid of Castro. That revolution obviously failed spectacularly. We pulled their air power away. And John F. Kennedy very famously said, I want to break up the CIA into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the winds. That's the same thing. I, when I say about the FBI, I'm copying JFK. That's what he said about the CIA. Okay, so you had the mob working with the CIA. And now you have the president of the United States trying to remove the largest, most powerful spy agency in the world. And eventually... Lee Harvey Oswald blows off half of his head, and then Lee Harvey Oswald gets arrested and then promptly gunned down by a Mr. Jack Ruby. 
Now, you already know that. What you may not know is Jack Ruby owned a bunch of or a mob-run strip club in the Dallas area. But before Mr. Jack Ruby lived in Dallas running a mob-run strip club, he was Jack Rabinsky, a noted Jewish enforcer in Meyer Lansky's gang who worked, obviously, hand-in-hand with the Italian mob. He was part of the Jewish mob. I don't care how many times you scream it at me, you will never convince me the mob wasn't involved. Because I freaking, Carlos Marcello and Santo Traficante later on in their lives basically were caught on taps talking about it. That's one. Two, the likely scenario is they did it with the aid, knowledge of a government agency, a three-letter one. Now, I don't know that that's true. That I don't know. The mob part, I'd bet money on. The CIA part, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that we'll ever know, right? That's part of being the spy agency. You don't know. I don't know. But I've read enough mob books to know they basically come out and admit, hey, I was running guns here. Hey, this guy, I knew this guy. I worked with this guy. Have you ever heard of uh, the German-American Bund? Or Bund? I said call it Bund. It was in a, a Nazi movement. Well, Meyer Lansky, the Jewish gangster, he would find out where these Nazis were meeting, and he'd send all his Jewish mob guys in there to go break up these meetings with ball bats and things like that and chains. One of the guys who was involved in these raids beating up American Nazis was Jack Rabinsky. Later on, Jack Ruby. I'm not, this is not made-up stuff. I'm just telling you stuff I know. There's a little bit too much of a connection here, wouldn't you say? So I don't know. Look, I don't know. But it's always going to be something that fascinates us. And it fascinates us because we never got the answer we were expecting. And what's crazy is this. I could be wrong. Maybe it was the Harvey Oswald. I don't believe that, but it certainly could be true. I wasn't there. I don't I don't have all the evidence. I don't know. It certainly could be true. What, Chris? Why did Jack Ruby say he killed Oswald? I don't remember what he said. Oh, yeah, he felt bad for Jackie Kennedy. Yes, yes, Jack Rabinsky, noted noted woman, ladies' man, very caring of, of women's feelings. He's certainly, he's cer- just, look, he's got a big heart, Chris, like me. He just has a big heart. He's like, he's got a big heart like me and everyone who got vaccinated. 40 House Democrats joined legislation to bar Trump from public office. Back to what I was just talking about. You think you can live and let live your way out of this, but you can't. It's going to take us using the power we have. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I do, Abla Chris. I feel bad that you don't understand the words of that song while I'm over here, and I know every single word. Just part of being a Spanish speaker, Chris. Maybe you should expand your horizons. <laughs> it is the Jesse Kelly Show. You can email me. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. If I don't die during the show, I will read the emails once Chris prints them out for me. Jesse, considering taking a job opportunity in Iowa, and I wanted to get your thoughts on the state. We'd be moving from Arizona where my wife and I were born and raised, but we, like you, are finding the state as a whole highly overrated on every level. The job opportunity is a no-brainer career-wise, but we'd be leaving everything and everyone behind. I'm very interested in a new adventure and willing to pack the kids and dogs in the car. We just thought it would have been Texas or Florida, if anywhere. The Midwest is completely unknown to us. 
I get emails like this all the time. I had two of them from New York last night. Hey, Jesse, what about, they were not Iowa, it was Indiana. Both, both thinking about Indiana and separate emails. Hey, Jesse, I'm thinking about me, Leo. Jesse, I can't take New York anymore. Jesse, I can't take the crime. I don't know why you can't take the we crime. We have a brand. New York has a brand. Kansas doesn't have a brand. Let me tell you something about the Midwest. You know, you know what? Pause on this. Here's a better explanation. What do I say all the time about restaurants that are in great locations or restaurants that have a bunch of dimes waiting tables? What, what's, what do I say all the time? The food isn't as good. Uh, you gotta come, you gotta come check out this restaurant, Jesse. It's right on the beach. You just, you sit right in the white sand beach and you eat. No, I actually don't think I will. You know why? Because that restaurant has such a great location. They don't have to provide me with great food. And when I go out to eat, I don't want to stare at dimes and I don't want to sit in the beach. I want to eat great food. That's why I'm going out to eat. I'm here for the party, baby. I'm here for food. Same thing with the restaurant with dimes. You know, all these Hooter restaurants and stuff like that. Jersey, we got to go get, we got to go get a beer and some wings at Hooters. Why? I have 10, 10 better wing restaurants all around me here. I don't, I don't need the dimes. I need the wings. That's what I need. I need the wings. I want the wings to be good. The same thing applies to the Midwest. Right now, the sexy thing to say is, I'm moving from New York to Florida. I'm moving to Florida, or I'm moving to Texas. Every, you're, you're right. That is what everyone says right now. I'm moving to Texas. Jesse, I'm leaving New York. I'm going to Texas. Jesse, we're packed up. We're moving to Florida. It's all anyone talks about. And to be fair, I love Texas. It's my favorite state in the union. I moved to Texas on purpose with no job, remember? I'm, I came here on purpose, so I love it here. And the food here is unbelievable, even though the weather sucks. Florida's unbelievable. People don't, people who've never been to Florida don't realize Florida is every bit as cool as any Caribbean island or something like that or Mexico. Florida is just one gigantic beach and it's just awesome. It's just awesome. Look at it. It's just one big beach. I love Florida. So I'm not bad mouthing either of those things. They're wonderful. You know what Iowa doesn't have? They don't have the best Tex Mex in the country like Texas does. They don't have beaches all around. So guess what you're going to find in places like Iowa, Indiana? You're going to find friendlier people. You're going to find cleaner streets. You're going to find, now I realize there are exceptions to all these, you're going to find less crime. The Midwest is fantastic. I love the Midwest because they have to be. They're better because they have to be. Everyone in the country can't move to Florida, right? But Indiana wants some new Republicans, too. Hey, come on and send us your reinforcements. Iowa wants new Republicans, too. So they're better because they have to be, right? Same as that. Look, same reason. If you're in a bit of a slump, go for the ugly chick. No, Chris, quit. Grow up. Grow. All right, you know what? We're moving on. But yes, move to Iowa. I bet you money you will have the most fun of your life. And I guarantee your kids and dogs will love it. And you might even be able to have your people, your family walk down the street without getting shot. I mean, it's beautiful. We have it's a brand. It's a nice feature New of York Iowa. has a brand. Kansas doesn't have a brand. There are more, more, more murders in New York City yesterday than Iowa in the last 10 years combined, probably. No, that's not true. But I bet you it's pretty close.
All right, I want to play this one more time because I feel like I have to do a little public service announcement before we get to everything else. Corinne Diversity Hire made a huge mistake here, and I don't want you to ever make this mistake. Does the president support this effort? What steps he can take? Is this goal achievable? Yes, uh, we do support um, uh, we do support that effort. Um, can you say the question one more time? I just want to make sure. <laughs> what did what you do wrong? Everybody knows what you do wrong. Here's what you should know. Remember, this really applies to guys for the most. So, fellas, I'm going to talk to you for a second. Ladies, I'm sorry. You just got to cover your ears. We don't want you to know what we're doing. Fellas. I know she talks a lot, all right? I'm aware. That's what they do. They talk a lot. And I'm aware that sometimes you will find yourself daydreaming about fighting ninjas or bears or something like that, as we do, as men do. And then you'll realize that, wow, I've stepped out of reality for too long. I should tune back in. And you will tune back in at the exact moment she says something to the effect of, what do you think? In that critical moment, guys, please hear me. Brevity is your friend. You must be brief. You cannot give her an elaborate answer. And you're already playing with fire because you weren't listening. And she maybe suspects you weren't listening, especially if you've been together a long time. But your answer in that moment always has to be, no, 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 I see. I, I, I think you have a good point. No, I agree with you. Or I'll, I'll try this all the time. I'll use this one on the wife. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. She's starting to catch on. i got to switch up my routine. I'll, I'll say something really emphatic. I'll say, oh, absolutely, absolutely. And sometimes if she asks a follow-up question, look, if she asks a follow-up question, you're already dead anyway. Were you even paying attention? Absolutely about what? What did I just say? Look, you're already done then. But confidence is everything. Don't be meek about it. Don't wonder, and certainly don't ask her to repeat herself. Simply, loudly, and emphatically say, oh, absolutely, I agree. Works like a charm about 50% of the time. What, Chris? Oh, that's brilliant. Chris said the reply should be, I just don't understand. The problem is, Chris, what if it was a simple concept you should understand, and you can insult her with, I don't understand. Just stick with mine, Chris. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we absolutely have two more hours. Hang on. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.